because I'm not going to, we're not going to play attorney, we're not going to play accountant or tax expert, but the one thing that we do know is we understand the market and what's driving the market in, in business sales and driving value. So that's our role is getting them to understand this isn't somebody reading the Wall Street Journal and saying, oh, multiples are 10 times revenue. No, that's not accurate. So let's get down to what's the realistic number. And obviously everybody's motivated to get as much for the business owner as possible, but we have to go in with realistic expectations. back to the Apex Business Advisors Podcast. I'm your host, joined as always by the president of Apex, Doug Hubler. Doug, how are you today? I'm doing pretty well. I met with a financial advisor for coffee, and, and this is kind of a, it actually is kind of a typical conversation. You know, they've got small business clients and kind of figuring out what's the proper time to plan ahead for a sale. He's trying to figure out this for clients. He'll get the question, you know, we complain about somebody calls on Friday and wants to sell their business on Monday, and that does not work. With planning ahead, everybody wins. Kind of the the discussion I had with him is, you know, preparing his clients to talk to somebody like us two or three years in advance so that we can help kind of put it team together. Let's stay there for a second. Who would be on this team and why? Besides us, of course, we're number one in that. But so the financial advisor, obviously in this, because they're the ones that are, are advising their client on their retirement plan, their estate plan, you know, what are that, what do they have to live on over the next 20 years or 30 years? So they're involved, of course, we're going to want a tax professional, probably a tax attorney, who's really good at understanding acquisitions and the sale of a business and potentially different ways of deferring some taxes. We're going to want the their CPA involved in the process and probably their attorney. And if they don't have, and I want to say a a deal attorney probably, so mm-hmm. not necessarily the attorney they deal with on a day-to-day basis, but probably we would bring in an attorney who understands doing business sales. And I think one of the things where when folks get to us and maybe we haven't been, maybe they do have a team and they have all of those people, but they don't have a business broker in there. Oftentimes what we see is they come in with unrealistic expectations of what their business is valued at. Sure. And I think that's where getting us involved early is going to help that process and make sure that those expectations are aligned. Right, right. Yeah, because I'm not going to, we're not going to play attorney, we're not going to play accountant or tax expert, but the one thing that we do know is we understand the market and what's driving the market in, in business sales and driving value. So that's our role is getting them to understand this isn't, somebody reading the Wall Street Journal and saying, oh, multiples are 10 times revenue. No, that's not accurate. So let's get down to what's the realistic number. And obviously everybody's motivated to get as much for the business owner as possible, but we have to go in with realistic expectations. Yeah, it's 
it's very hard to, you know, people will set those expectations based on something they heard. Right, Um, right. Urban legend out there that a subway is worth 60% of revenue. Okay. That's that's an urban legend that if you talk to a subway owner and say, hey, what do you think your business is Mm -hmm. worth? Yeah. They will say uh, about 60%. Just standard. 60% of my revenue. Yeah. And that's not the case. Mm -hmm. And so if somebody comes in with, uh, let's say that subway is doing a million dollars and they're coming in thinking, hey, this thing's worth $600,000. That's what I'm getting out of this. And we look at their cash flow of $75,000 of the last three years and tell them two twenty-five. Right. And they're looking at retiring within six months and they're planning on having $600,000 at retirement. We, we, have a, we have a gap to close. Huge disconnect, right. And I think that's pretty common. So a financial advisor going through a state planning process is going to ask their client, okay, what is your business worth? If you were to sell it today, what can we plan on for, for this uh, estate plan? And so seller might say, business owner might say, well, my business is worth 10 million, clearly. Okay, that goes into the plan. But when, when we come in and review the business in its entirety, we're gonna say, you know, we'll be lucky to get 5 million on this if we stretch it. And so, okay, we need to adjust the, your, your estate plan and what's it really going to take for you to retire. And this is why it's important to know a few years ahead. Okay, if you really need $10 million to retire, then how are we going to get there? Yeah, we, we deal okay with this is the value of the business. When we go to market with, I need the business to sell for X, we're not as successful when... In, in we, order to retire, yeah. this is what I need out yeah. of the business. Yeah, I, I need this business to sell for $4 million in order for me to retire right. where I'm at. Right. Well, sir, it's only worth $750,000. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's not an uncommon uh, situation we run up against. You know, one so. thing that uh, I, when I was kind of thinking about these questions and what I would say is, you know, and this is very elementary and very basic, but I would say take care of profitability. If you take care of the profitability of your business, your sales price takes care of itself. And I think what you're, that's key is what you're talking about is, so we're saying, you know, if I've got two or three years to plan ahead and you're saying, okay, let's start with the basics. Maintain your business, maintain your profitability. Don't take your eye off the ball. That's, but that's the important part about having two or three years. I mean, I, I throw that out. It'd be nice to have five years, but two or three mm-hmm. years minimum, I think, to, to have a plan in place. Yeah, because the other reason why you know, I think you say five is because five allows us to kind of clean up some things. We kind of, we deep dove into this. I think we did a two-parter back in the archives on value drivers and value right, discounters. And right, yeah. we're, we're talking a lot about the same things here where, you know, take care of those value drivers and clean up your value discounters that if mm-hmm. you're doing something, we talked about ad backs of a few weeks ago. You know, if you're going through there and you're putting the uh, boat and the lake house and the Jaguar, the Maserati, the Teslas, you know, all running through the business and then expecting to maximize value on your business, you know, those are conversations that we need to to be having as far as like, look, for every, and I I think I made this comment, for every every dollar that you save on your your taxes through these ad backs, you're costing yourself Two, two fifty, three dollars. Yeah, probably more. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I and totally. It's it's clear math on that. So uh, keeping keeping the the business the financials clean. But yeah, you don't want to do that in one year. And, yeah. And risk an audit. It, red flags pop up if all of a sudden your profitability improves dramatically. So having a few years to clean up the books is is helpful. It's one of those things, too, to where you need it far enough in the rearview mirror to where it's mm-hmm. not necessarily... Like right now, where as we record this, 2019 taxes are still being required because the calendar hasn't turned over, so we want the last three years. We're very late in the year. And so when you look at, well, how's the business actually trending? You look at 2022 how's 2022 trending to 2021 and 2020 and correct and so on well if you decide that you know what i'm going to have we're going to have dirty books in 2019 2020 and 21 and then we'll clean it up in 22 and sell it in 23 you're still going to get lumped together and that 2020 dirty books is still going to get lumped when 2022 closes and so you're still going to discount your your multiple i mean the more you you have to explain your books the, the worse it is for a buyer, for us, for a bank, because you because then there's a trust issue. What what and how much of a deep dive am I going to have to do on due diligence, due quality of earnings, and all those all that analysis? And so if like you say, if it's clean for three years, and we're going to be looking at the last three years for the most part, and those trends. And if those books are clean, makes the deal so much better, and the business is going to, it's going to be easier to market, and it's going to get better value. The other thing, too, that I, I had kind of listed on here was set the buyer up for success. Make sure that you do have the people, the process, the technology in mm-hmm. place th- so that when your your buyer steps in, that systems are in place, people are in place, the, the business is operating smoothly and is not reliant on the owner to do every single thing. Owner 100% has to be involved. We're not saying absentee or anything like that, but it also needs to be where the business move along in a forward manner if the owner is gone for two days. And I think they're, you know, they look at that and say, okay, the business is set up well, probably in a, you know, positive trend, meaning the seller doesn't have a foot and a half out the door. Right, because I, I think that becomes concerning for a buyer, and you see businesses kind of stagnant. Sellers clearly not wanting mm-hmm. to be there anymore. Buyers going to be a little bit more apprehensive about the status of the business and the staff and everything else. So you're right. I think if if the if the seller is in that business, running it and putting effort into it, those are the things we're clearly going to be paying attention to. It's interesting when you start planning and you start mentioning the retirement word, and you're mentioning it, you know, two three years down down the road. Fundamentally, you kind of start taking that emotional detachment, and you kind of start withdrawing, mm-hmm. and it you really have to fight it, the urge to do that. You really have to continue putting the marketing in, right? putting the, right. the investment in, putting the, the time and the energy, energy in. Right. Because if you don't, going back to my original point, that profitability has a likelihood would suffer. You know, think about it. And any time that we've had a client where we've had decreasing revenues, there's, there's a huge concern for us on what's happening. So that's us, you know, that's even before talking to the buyers saying, we have to explain why is the revenue going down uh, and having some good reasons for that. Is there an opportunity for a buyer to come in? But automatically 
we already have a, a hurdle. So that's why we, we, need, we need to keep on, you know, at least steady and improving trends. Yeah, what else do you have on? Uh, what else do you have on your list? I, I think I jumped you there. I think I was. Well, no, as I, I think we we've covered a lot, but I think one of the things that we could show any time that we've been part of a team in preparing a business for sale, when it actually gets to market, the business sells much more quickly. We've got them prepared for a transition, and we're getting probably the best value out of that business that we could get. And it's because of that team that we've put together. Yeah, and I. I think the other thing too here is, you know, we could probably talk for about three hours on this on this topic, but this is what we work with our clients on, you know. So I think that it's these are a few tips and tricks, but this is really just scratching the surface. There's so much more in depth involved right. with the work that we do with people to help them prepare mm-hmm. for for their business, you know. So yeah. you know, it's a, it's a fun topic for us to hey, what's you know, but it, yeah. it's it's also too where you, you do get questions all the time of like, what's the one thing I need to do in right. order to make my business? Right. Well, you know, it's not just one thing. No, you know, like no. there's there's thirteen things, and by the way, they're all numbered number one. Right. Because right. if I give you a list of one through thirteen, you get down to twelve or thirteen, you think they're mm-hmm. unimportant. Right. No, they're just as important as the other one. They just happen to be right. down this right. list. Um, so I think the key takeaway is. is the earlier you start preparing, the earlier you start getting professionals involved in assisting you with this. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, too, will be concerned about confidentiality, of not wanting people to know that their business is for sale. Right, right. And generally, the the person that breaks that confidentiality is the seller themselves. Right. <laughs> that, That's correct. <laughs> um, because all of the people that you mentioned, business broker, tax accountant, their attorney, tax attorney, right. their attorney, their CPA. Yeah. We all work under confidentiality. We all work under nobody's client, talking. Yeah, right. Client attorney privilege. Right. You know, whatever, whatever your industry is. Mm-hmm. Where I've had, where I've found that most of my confidentiality breaches have been have been seller or sellers, seller spouse. Spouse, and, right? Yeah, I had. Yeah. Uh, I was in a, a buyer seller meeting a few weeks ago and. Uh, they the son works in the business and the buyer was asking about the son's involvement does the son know does the son know, sure. you know all these yeah, things yeah. and the the wife she said i haven't even told my sisters yet and the husband and i both heard i told my sisters <laughs> the look like him and i shot each other a look right that was you did what <laughs> and it turned out that we misunderstood her he, he said, you told your sister? She said, no, I, told, I said, I haven't told my sisters yet. But, good. you know, the thing is, is that I, I guess, you know, I share that story because confidentiality is something that all of these people that we're saying get involved in, those are going to be mm-hmm. the people that will maintain your confidentiality. They're right. working for you. They're building a team around you. I, I would rather work with a business owner who has told their attorney and their accountant and their financial advisor so that we can connect and we can work together and have a common goal. Because the the last thing we want to get into is putting a business on the market and the accountant, for instance, saying, oh, no, I think you're selling for too little. We need to to be on the same page from the beginning. So we want to have those discussions early. If you are interested 
in learning more about this process, I think the best way to get in contact with us is go to the website. Mm-hmm. There is a, uh, a general mailbox, or of course you can go to any of the team and shoot Talk an email to any to, of us. To any of us. Uh, we're all professionals at this, and we're all happy to share. We've done it for a while. Yeah, so we're we're all happy to share, you know, our knowledge and experience, and you know, really set you up for success as you as you embark on this and tell people this all the time that you've ran your business for 15, 20, 30, 40 years, but you're only going to sell it once. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a scary process. It's a big decision. And you need, you know, to have the right people do it. So that if you are moving into retirement, that you're moving there at maximized value. So right. can't stress going to KC Apex to get in touch with the team or learn more about the selling process more. So Until next week, if you are looking at buying or selling a business, we've got you, fam.